What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 81.2. And we are continuing and finishing our playthrough of Bound by Flame. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And Anthony. Hello. Yeah. So Bound by Flame. We all finished it this time. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, I finished this game. I, I thought as I crawled up to the finish line, like, you know what? I might not mind this. And then got to the end and went, yep, into the bin you go. <laughs> yeah. So let's, I mean, we'll just, we'll just talk about it. We'll save our, our thoughts for the end here. So we left off, uh, basically falling off of a cliff into the sewers that are the outskirts of the Ice Lord's domain. And I, I'm assuming Matt and I had the elf archer with us. Oh! And you had yep. Edwin with you? Anthony? Yes, I did. There you go. So those are your basically your evil and good choices. Um, Which I, I don't mind. I actually, of the characters in this game, those are two that I like more than most. I hate the archer. Did you? Yeah. I but didn't think did, he was very useful in Did he combat. befriend you? No. He hated no. Me. Oh, yeah, he's kind of useless. Most of the characters, I feel like, are useless in combat. Well, I feel like some of the mages that have like mind control. So Edwin had mind control, and um, the undead guy. Yeah, Mathis, Mathris, Mathris. He had yeah. the mind control stuff, and I thought I found that kind of useful. But toward the end of this, yeah, he yeah. would die almost instantly in a fight. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I thought that stuff worked better, he really. He needs to uh, stay away from combat. That's the issue. Like he needs to not like he, he has to be on the outskirts. As soon as somebody singles him out, it's over. Yeah, yeah. But uh, throughout pretty much the rest of this play time, I had him in my party. He is the most interesting one to talk to. Well, I didn't do much talking, but. You know. Well, or like when a when a scene happens, he's got the most interesting things to say generally. Yeah, yeah. And even if he's not saying something interesting, I just kind of like the way he says anything. That's true. The voice actor for that character does a good job. Yeah, and the, and the kind of the quirkiness of the writing. Like, there's a whole part in here where, you know, just as as an aside, there's a part in here where he's trying to. Remember the name of the, the the castle that they're in, and he's like, "Ah, who, who can who can be bothered remembering the name?" And then he goes off and says something and starts talking about something else, and then comes back. He's like, "Oh, I got it. That's the guy. This castle used to be named after the architect, and it was this, and it was built for the elves." And so I don't know, just just the way his character is kind of irreverent in his six thousand years of age. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, but um. Yeah, for this first part here, I had to have, um, was it Relgar? Ralgar? Um, Ralmar? Ralmar? Ralmar. Yeah. 
uh, the Elven Archer with me until we make it to camp. And this is basically just a big gauntlet. Yep. Just running through these sewers. Um, nothing big actually happens here. <laughs> uh, we start running into a new type of enemy. This is an enemy that looks like just a bunch of bones that structure together to make a monster. And it has like darkness powers. And when you damage it enough, it buries in the ground and regenerates. And I, yeah, and I found that I couldn't do enough damage to it to kill it while it was regenerating unless I had my blades on fire. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that was fun. That I, I like the. That, so that enemy is what made me realize that kind of like the art direction in this game. And less so the actual game, but I was looking up some of the art of the game outside of this, and some of it's really good. Like, I don't know, there's a whole collection of black and white, like, charcoal drawings of all the enemies in this game, and they look fantastic. That's what's on the cover, I believe, right? Or am I got the wrong? Because even the artwork on the cover is pretty good. I have no idea because I don't have a cover. Yeah, I don't really. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining the cover that I've seen on the PS4, and that's very red and black. Oh, okay. Which I, I You're like all of the like art. Pure black and white. Pure black and white, mm-hmm. slightly abstracted. Like it, it looks really good if you if you Google it like that. I would love to see like a whole art book of just really big prints of all of these enemies. And that, that was kind of the first one I saw. Oh, yeah. Again, they're not, yeah, they're not hyper detailed, look that up. But, they're, but they're pretty cool. The whole series of them, whoever that artist is, I like it. So Bound by Flame concept art? You can just type, yeah. type in Bound by Flame art. Undead Army Designs. Yeah. Is that, that's the whole series. And then even outside of the black and white ones, just a lot of the other concept art looks fantastic. As much as I didn't mind this game, I really want to play the game I imagine when I look at that art. Which I guess uh-huh. is the point point of concept art, right? Well, um, so we uh, eventually make it out of the sewers after climbing forever, and um, find this little makeshift camp from the rest of the the survivors. Did you notice, or did you get so this? This is the point in the game where I really feel like I missed something. I don't know how it happened, but I was essentially imagining this game as my building an army. Now I didn't actually go through all the steps I did in, you know, in like the BioWare games to build my army and to forge relationships that apparently have some bearing on whether or not the characters survive in the end of this game. But what I do know is that when I showed up in this sewer part, all of a sudden, the prince was dead. I don't know when that happened or how that happened. Or Interesting. I was a li- little upset because I spent so much time at the beginning of the game finding the cure for him. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, if there's anybody in this game that deserves to survive specifically based on what I've done in this game and the way I played it, it ought to be the prince. And then no idea how, he's just dead. That was a little bit upsetting. Well, I, I I didn't see him the rest of the game. I don't remember <laughs> anybody saying he's dead. 
So do you do you remember the part where there's just like I mean this whole sewer is almost like piles of bodies and bones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So there's one big pile at the end where and and maybe this was did you say you had Mathras in your party at this point? No, I had to have the elf guy. Relmar. Yeah, okay. I was going to say cuz I had Relmar in my party and he commented he's like, "Oh, the prince is over there. We should make sure not to leave his body behind." Which is when I stopped I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Prince is alive. I've saved his life repeatedly. But uh, I finally found him, and he's just like laying on the stack of bodies, gl- like glistening a little bit. So you can tell he's different from the others. Uh, so upsetting, and there's nothing you can do at the moment. But I had to come back later on in the game and uh, and get him find find the body and get his soul stone, like I had to do with the other elves. Now it makes sense. Whoops. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when I beat the game. Uh, it, it knocks off like you did this quest and this quest. Yep. Uh, the end said it gave me a big X saying you didn't go get somebody from the sewers, and I was like, Oh, oh yeah, that's whoops, him. that's Prince, him, Prince Arendelle. My bad. Well, oh, interesting. Okay, I when I asked for the person from the sewers, it was a um, was either I want to say it was a red scribe. But it might have been one of the blades. Maybe Buffalo or Hulk. Oh no, no, it was the um. Oh, sorry, uh, was it the? I, I have that wrong. Was it the um, blacksmith? The blacksmith uh, disappeared, but I was I had a quest to go get him. Okay. Yeah, that's a separate quest. He went looking for supplies, and he was down there and just kind of got stuck. Yeah, there was that that I did. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about then, because I didn't pull anyone. Oh, right, the prince is dead and he's in a stack. Got it. Yep. See, that that was one of... That was kind of an important part in this game for me, because had I not earlier gone through all the trouble of saving him, I probably would have said, who gives a crap, and just left his body down there. I'm like, he's dead, he's dead, who cares? But the fact that I saved his life earlier, I'm somewhat invested in his survival. And the fact that I did the Soul Stone quest earlier... You know, I have the context for why it's important to get his body. So if I hadn't done either of those, and certainly if I hadn't done both of them, I I really don't think I would have even cared other than, again, as I mentioned last week, I kind of had the desire to slow the game down. I wanted more out of this game and did kind of as many side quests as I could. Uh, Aside from that, you know, I might have just skipped it, but I felt rather invested in in seeing his storyline through, I guess. So he is not dead. In mine. The prince isn't dead? Yeah. So, uh, let's work our way. So, we go out and we get um, Mathras, who's sit- sitting out there, right? That was the same for you, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, you have to get him back into your party because he's waiting and he tells you, like, eh, you can't really fight these yet. Um. So I go and get Mathras. I'm going back and back and back to the camp. Yep. And I yeah, walk for, for to the door. <laughs> and Ralmar and Prince Arendelle are like, you fucking left us to die. And ah. I'm like, my character turns around like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you were, like, you were dumb enough to put yourself in there. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, we, I have to get to the World Heart to stop this. And you're going to tell me that, like, 
you thought you could win the battle there. And so they both, like, are like, we're going to fight. And my character's like, all right, you're dumb. And so I kill the prince, and um, I walk, uh, and Relmar is like, oh, I'm going to fight you with my bow. And the, the, my character, evil and all, walks straight over, takes a knife, and plunges it right into his stomach. And stares him in the face, basically, as he dies. Or stares him in the face, pulls out the knife, puts it away, and walks away. As Relmar just, like, slumps on his knees and dies. Damn. Wait, remind me what happened when you were in the city looking for Arendelle's father? Uh, you had, yeah. Did you have two characters fight? Was it, it was Edwin and... It was Edwin and um, Ralmar, but Ralmar shot a bow, or shot an arrow at uh, me, misses, and then runs away. Wow, so you... You really singled him out as as the enemy. <laughs> you shouldn't have been an asshole from the first <laughs> time I met him. No, it, it doesn't really give me a choice to deal with him in any other way. Yeah, when you're clearly I, I, picking the bad side. So yeah, I so I do that, and then I'm uh, I get back to camp, and then. And then we fight these stupid concubines. Yeah. I mean, um, that does highlight, I do wish that this game was better at having some nuance in the way that your decisions play out. I mean, for me, it mostly does seem like you're either picking the good route or the bad route. And that's it. Not that that's, not that that's terrible. I mean, that's, that's the way Infamous played out, and I like that. That gives me incentive to clearly play through the game twice. So, but here's the deal, and this is what I always bring up when it comes to Infamous. Infamous was brilliant because they didn't give you good and bad choices. They gave you choices like, do you save a bunch of doctors or do you save your girlfriend? And the way they work it, so no matter what, she dies. Dies. Yes. So perfect. Yes. So that's, to me, like, Infamous is like on a whole other level of, of choices. Like you can easily go the bad route, but it's not actually the bad route. It's more of the selfish route. So yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I guess that that's sort of what this is too, though, right? You're not really going bad. You're you're choosing a selfish way to deal with, or self empowering way to deal with the end of the world. Yeah. Rather than the collective team effort. Yeah, so um, I guess we can talk about our fight. Um, it was with Edwin. She shows up and is mad because, you know, you had the chance to stop these guys and you let it slip away. Now they're more powerful and ready for you and you have no idea what you're doing, so I'm just going to kill you. And I, well, the fight began, <laughs> and I pressed triangle one-handed until she died. Didn't even yeah. have to move my character. This was the uh, this was the dumbest, <laughs> easiest fight ever. Yep, and it should have been impactful. That was my only comment about this fight was it's impo- it's supposed to be important story wise, but it is of absolutely no consequence gameplay wise. Yeah. 
And instead of us stabbing her in the chest, we pin her down and strangle her to death. Huh. Did yes. it ever reveal in your campaign who she is? Yes. Okay, so, I love it. Yep. She, she, she used to be a, I guess, a, a lover of the Ice Lords. Though she used to be an Ice Lord. Well, well. Yeah. yeah. She's a fallen lover of Black Frost. Be, she just happened to be the, the lover of Black Frost. Yeah. And then Black Frost realized he could sacrifice her uh, powers to win over the rest of the Ice Lords. Yeah. For so. some reason, there's a bunch of Ice Lords, and you only see one in this game. Yeah. I just need to point that out now. There's a line later on that says something, and I went, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, but that leaves stuff open still, but whatever. It's a solid way to build a story. I mean, that's why I absolutely adore Stargate so much. The original movies about one particular system lord, and then, holy crap, you see the whole universe is full of them. You know, it was just the tip of the iceberg. Similar to, uh, I just finished reading The Passage by Justin Cronin. And basically get 12 originators of the vampire apocalypse, and the whole book only really cares about one of them. Mm. And then you know, and then it expands out. You know, you got the rest of the rest of the U.S. covered with other equivalents to ice lords or system lords. This so, doesn't pan out. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's the issue. Yeah, it doesn't pan out in this, but it. it well, they talked about again, two it, of them, right? So we fought one of the ice lords, right, or no? I mean, you do. Yeah. That's Black yeah. Frost, right? Yeah, the big bad of this game. But there's yeah. another one, too, that they mentioned. And it's not Black Frost, it's something else. I can't remember what it's my, my hope is that spiders are still alive and they can always make Bomb by Flame 2. Well, they are. They just, just got, they just got picked up. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah, uh, it, they're weird. This is a weird game. Anyways, uh, you so you strangled her. Well, she's she makes it to the end in mines. So, hmm. well, yeah, no, she's dead. Uh, but yeah, this area right here is long and confusing, and just a lot of running around. Everything yep. everything is ice walls. I also had a point where I found that section where it's kind of a long open rectangle and there's like a portal at the end. Yeah. And enemies come through in groups of three. Yep. And I just sat there for like a half an hour killing enemies until I realized whatever I'm supposed to be doing has nothing to do with this little portal. As soon as I couldn't walk through the portal, I realized there's nothing there to keep stay on. I figured there a certain number of enemies would come through and then a boss would come through. No. And then absolutely nothing happened, so I went on my merry way. Well, the the Red Scribe Healer was in front of one of those portals. Yeah, once I triggered something, then I could go back and save some people, and and that's where she was. Yeah. But I I got to that point before that, and there was nothing there. So it it was a little awkward that it was even open, the portal was active, and enemies were coming through, but 
for no of no consequence. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, this area you're just doing. I did a few side quests, so I saved the red scribe lady. I um I got all the freeborn blades back. Yep. Um, I rescued the um the elves that were trapped as well. Yep. I did all that. Um, but our main goal here is that we have to kill these three concubines, uh, because they are, uh, very powerful and they are helping keep the main concubine that's guarding the entrance to the throne room. Um, they're keeping her alive. So if we go out down there and fight her, she's just going to keep regenerating. So we have to take out the, the three sisters first. What a convenience. But before we can do that... Gameplay reasons. We have to then go <laughs> around and collect these stones. I got your stones. Yeah. Gosh. So we have to we have to collect these stones around the area, bring them back go. to camp. Yeah. Then you go back out, fight the concubines. Yep. Probably return to camp again. Yep. And then go back and fight the final concubine. Correct. In and around here was where I had to go back and finally get Arendelle's stone as well. Yeah. Go back down into the sewers. Yeah, I, I, I never went there. Uh, oh, I yeah, I forgot to mention. So yours, your thing was, hey, we have to get a body from the sewers. My thing was, hey, there's this big stone tablet thing. I should probably... I should probably bang Edwin in front of it. <laughs> really? Yes, there's this weird romance thing that you can do with Edwin. You can do it with every character. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't see the other opportunities with the other characters. This was so blatantly obvious. It's like I have another uh, but like it says to combine the powers of ice and flame. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, I have an idea." <laughs> and then it's the most Unromantic, unsexy, like makeout sequence. Oh, God, it was terrible. To uh, and then nothing changed. Baby, where the the ice and fire have neutralized each other, so it's just no. A it gave her some extra power. Ah, it didn't do shit in the game. It just the reason to have a yeah yeah. I would have loved a little bit, a few more of the threads to tie together. Like it felt kind of gamey in this part. Where all of a sudden I'm wandering around to crystals and taking pieces of them to help with camp defenses. What the heck is that about? Yeah, that made me do like, that. What? What? Isn't a game about base defense? What does this even mean? Like, what? What does it seem to even matter? How many freeborn blades I rescue, or how many of these artifacts I use to boost the camp's defense? What? Uh-huh. I, I like the idea of it as long as the game is structured in a way that that makes sense and matters and it it didn't really have that the these side quests seemed so arbitrary so the one fight against the single uh concubine where she has uh the freeborn blades under her control yeah that was probably the most interesting fight where it basically says like hey you might want to figure out your target and I was like, alright, that, that's pretty neat. I still murdered her viciously. 
Yeah. <laughs> so um, before that, though, we have a fight with the. We, we thought we were going after one concubine, but two showed up. Yeah, that's a bullshit fight. Oh man! So I tried. Did you this get fu- stun locked? Oh yes, all the time. Yeah. So it's really that, fun whenever you get knocked down and you have to go through a pan animation of getting back up, and during that oh, time you can still get hit by stuff. Uh, so you don't even have to get knocked down. If you get near the wall at all and it's multiple enemies, have fun. Yeah. So not it's only are we fighting hard to get concubines, out. we're fighting uh, dudes with a giant sword and a couple of archers, and I'm just like... So I tried this fight about eight times on normal, and this was the fight that made me turn it down to easy. So I turned it down to oh, easy. Oh, you did go down to easy. Yeah, I had Welcome. to on this. I had to on this. I went through this entire game on normal, and this fight alone, this fight was, uh, was the hardest fight in the game. Did you turn it back up? Because I'm curious if you fought the end boss on medium. No, I left it alone. Because I, I think that that boss would have been pretty hard. Uh, that boss gave me some trouble, but not as much as this one did. Mm. You can't get really stun-locked in that final boss fight. You can definitely get stun-locked in this other one. I still got stun-locked, but because I had it on easy, I didn't lose as much health. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Killed those two concubines. Went and took took out the other one. Then we can go take on the real one, which was the mother of the other concubines. Which Please note to anyone that hasn't played this game, and I wouldn't really necessarily recommend playing this game, but they all look the same. Yeah. They all they look all, the same. They all look, they're all the same character model. Yeah. Not even color swapped. No, one of them's not bigger than the rest. They're all the same. Yeah. So, yeah, and then the mother was, once again, really easy because, well, she's by herself, and I can just yeah. stun lock her to death because I have I have leveled up my dual blades to essentially just interrupt constantly. God tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we uh, defeat her. And uh, some ice walls awkwardly open. And we go to the throne room where we take on Black Frost. So before I enter, my character advances in their demonishness. And so uh, I am like, I get more, I don't know if I did it in two steps after the fight with Black Frost or not, but, like, it went from really cool looking to this weird guy who has, like, horrible skin tags on the side of his eyes. Big dinner plate things on the sides of his head. I don't know what the hell they were. But I looked more, like, bony. My eyes changed, and they weren't as cool as when the demon first possesses you and your eyes change. Like, I, I was not a a pretty looking dude going into the final fight. Well, I'm still straight up human. Um, I'm kind of halfway in between. <laughs> so did you get horns or anything, Matt? No, but I've turned kind of a bluish color with the, with the orange eyes. Ah, 
Gotcha. No, no, I, st- I stayed looking the exact same throughout this entire game. So, um, yeah, uh, Black Frost. The last time we fought this guy, I thought he was bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Black Frost is like, I don't know. He has his little spiel of, and it's like, I've I've been waiting for you, and I'm you've you've come a long way. Uh, but then he splits. I'm pretty sure my character just straight up says, like, listen, I didn't come all this way to kick your ass for you to monologue. <laughs> like, I don't think he says it in that my, uh, that way, but, like, I'm pretty sure my character just says, like, let's scrap already. <laughs> so, he, uh, divides into three of himself. Uh, and... Or to kick. Yeah, well, well, I didn't even do that. So, I saw when he, he divided... I knew which one was the quote unquote the real one. So I just stun locked and killed that one and didn't even worry about the other guys. Oh wow, I I thought that they were all the real ones and he split into like three different versions of himself, not like a real one and two copies. I thought it was like a melee guy, an archer and one other guy. Yeah, ma- mage or something else. If now if he did, I didn't kill the other guys. I went straight for the one guy, and when I killed him, the fight was over. And I'm pretty sure the other guys weren't dead. So, interesting. Killed him. Uh, get the cutscene where we like stab him with both our daggers through his chest. Yeah, angrily, angrily do it, and uh, I, I guess we absorb his power. It even happened on my game. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. It wasn't like I turned evil or anything. Um, but after that, we have a little final goodbye with everybody because uh, a portal... The Evangelion moment, yeah. Yeah, the portal is open and um, they're like, well, this is the time because they may close it, so you need to enter into it and you will see things that are familiar to you. I was like, okay. So walk through the portal, and you are now in the world heart. Um, and it keeps popping up like the, you know the quest tracker keeps popping up like confront your demons basically like confront this confront betrayal confront you know everything, and it has like. I guess mirror images of your companions and I noticed they have health markers above their heads and I said no I'm just going to run right by them which is what I did okay well I fought all of them I don't know I I, like, I had Ralmar at one point like show up and he was standing over the body of uh, Edwin and I was like I don't really know how any of this relates in a grand scheme of things yeah, if I cared more about my character and I felt like my decisions had had more of an impact on the story in the game world, then this would have been a, a nice emotional way to reflect that. Yeah, I didn't have any issue. But, but I didn't, so it didn't. Stab to stab. Like, I'm trying to open mail viciously. <laughs> so so did like, you... Did, do they fight back? They don't, but then a whole bunch of, like, Shadow Freeborn Blades show up to try to kick my ass and 
murder them too. Gotcha. I don't know. It was dumb. Um, yeah, it was a waste of time. You did the smart move and just ran by them. Yep, just ran right by them and uh, climbed up and had the final boss fight. Yep. So uh, before this, we before we do any of this, when we first enter the world heart, we have another dialogue with the demon. And uh, the demon is basically telling, talking. Like I'm, I was so confused during this time. Because I was just like, is it another demon? Because it seems like two demons are talking to each other. Yeah, so here's how I figured it out. It is not two demons, technically. But the demon was split. When they tried to summon it in, they basically pulled part of it out. And it ended up in you. And it's still conscious. So it needs to merge together to complete itself again. Right. Because they it, they talk to themselves um, later on and, and said, like, you get the option to basically merge the demon together. Um, but, yeah. And it's also important to note, I didn't realize you have a female demon. Do, do I? Did you not? Uh, it, it all had this it sound like a man's voice. Yeah, I really didn't know if it was a male or a female. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I'm looking at the um, behind the voice actors, which, by the way, Robin Atkin Downs is the voice of the male character, but they pitch shift him so much you barely hear. Like if you play evil, you barely hear his voice acting. Really. Um, yeah, uh, it says there's a female version uh, portrayed by Kim Tilbury. Like, it's a very different build of a, per- like, it, it, a demon as well. It's a thinner m- build. It may have been a female demon. I don't know. I honestly don't All know. right, well, then that's odd. I Okay, then. It may have been. I don't know. I don't know what the male demon looks like. Uh, big and bulky, basically. Oh, yeah, this one didn't look big and bulky. Alright, well then they must do something weird with the voice, which I'm not surprised because, and this is a weird, this is such an unnecessary factoid, it says that the demon is voiced by David Gassman. He's the voice of Rayman. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's also the voice of Goku in some of the old Dragon Ball Z, apparently. Huh. Yep. And a lot of these people also were in the Sticks games um, as different characters. And so I... Because I was curious to know what the voice actor of Mathras has done. Um, and he is Sticks in every game oh, that well, Sticks has shown up in. Uh, he is Sam in Beyond Two Souls. Oh, and cool. he, he's Zlatko in Detroit Become Human. Slack go. Don't know. Uh, long-haired dude with a beard. Okay. I don't know. He's holding a shotgun in this photo. Gotcha. Anyways, my apologies. No, no, no. You're good. Um, because we're almost done. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are. So yeah, um, 
we have to have a final showdown with the demon because uh, I, to be honest with you, I mean, I, why did you have a final showdown with the demon, Anthony? I don't. Oh, the demons. Okay, so the demon is angry with me because, and this is a point where it's talking to itself somewhat. Right. Um, it's like, hey. I told you, we, we, you were supposed to show up a lot sooner, and you decided that doing all these little side things was more important. And the demon in me is like, it was important because we needed the power. And it's like, no, you should have just come. Like, it, it's like, I'm tired of being a part or something. Like, it... Listen, it wasn't very good. It wasn't a very good excuse to have the same final boss for both. All they needed to do was have anything else, but they didn't. So they wrote in some bullshit. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Also, gonna be honest with you, demon model. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. So. I'm like expecting some cool face on it, and then it literally doesn't have a face. face. Yeah, doesn't have a face. Yeah, it, basically the same thing. They just said that uh, you ran a bunch of fool er- fool errands to to finally get here, um, which kind of makes more sense in our context because, well, we did help out people instead of just doing what the demon wanted us to do. Yeah. Yeah, well, my character always found some reason to stick around and do the same thing, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we have a final showdown with it. Uh, starts off with just it. Um, did it use dual blades? Because it pretty much used dual yep. blades the entire fight for me. Um, yep. This one was a little harder. I couldn't stun lock it as much. I still could, but it was still getting some good hits and even some combos. Um, and also, I had some very quick deaths the first couple times I fought him. When he would throw up his little... Orbs? Uh, yeah, his little rain umbrella arc of orbs. Yeah. I had one out, all, death. all of a sudden, I'd be dead. I probably died about five times here. Yeah, really? I probably died five, five or six. I had... I died once. Well... So after you yeah, get him, I figured out the patterns like almost instantly to the point where I was like, "All right, um, you know, the dragon comes down. It's like the first boss again, which is, I guess, a neat throwback sort of. But I would have just preferred something a little bit more interesting. It's a cool one of those pieces of art. is pretty cool. It's a really zoomed out version of the dragon where you can see just his kind of front paws and head over the edge of the cliff, and you can see the little guy in front of him. The design of the dragon is far more interesting than the design of the demon. Yeah, and neither of them were very interesting to fight. Yeah. No. So when you get I mean, the no. dragon itself couldn't possibly have been less interesting. No. Yeah. Hit its left foot, hit its right foot, hit its head. Its head. Okay, he's and and also, also, you never hit its head because it's always floating in the air, and I'm just slashing at nothing, but it's still counting as getting hit. <laughs> So uh, the the one thing that got me the most was the dragon breath. It would breathe fire, that white fire that's sometimes hard to see where you're standing in it, and it would just I think melt if you my st- health. Yeah, I was gonna say if you stand in it, you you 
you die. Yeah. Uh, and that got me a few times. Um, and then after you, after you beat the dragon, which takes literally probably about 10 to 15 seconds, you start fighting the demon again. Uh, the way I finally beat the demon, the demon got me a few times the, the second phase of it because it would throw those orbs like four at a time in a spread. And yeah. I couldn't dodge out of the way of that stuff, you know, and it, it was just constantly throwing them, throwing them, throwing them. I'm like, jeez. Um, but I was able to finally get around it and backstab it. And since I've got Ranger all the way leveled up, backstabs do extra damage and also have a better chance of stun locking. So oh, nice. I eventually stun locked it to death. Um, after that, it gets impaled with a. I don't know, a spear a light, a light spear thing. Yeah. yeah. And this is where this we is have... This is so disappointing. This is where this we is, have this our This is literally... Options. This is... You You can... The, this had such a build-up where I was like, all right, all right, all right. And then it just... Uh, falls apart so so much, So much, in fact, that... So, I kind of cheesed this a little bit, because <laughs> I wanted to get as many trophies as I could out of it. So I saved the game, because you have to walk up to the demon, and you give a button prompt that says, the final decision. So I said, okay, let me save my game, because I knew there was a trophy for each decision. I saved my game, and I did my correct playthrough, my playthrough, basically, which was you have two options. Either you remove the spear and you take the demon and make it whole again. And with the spear, you either kill yourself to sacrifice yourself and your power then goes to the world. Or you have the demon whole again and you decide to keep the power for yourself and rule the world. So I chose to sacrifice myself and you know, I die and it cuts to Mathras uh basically narrating the entire story. Yep. Which I like because that's kinda how you meet it, is he's just kind of a long picking up stories in these 6,000 years and to be honest you're just another story yeah and this is I, when it cuts to him you you get the feeling that this is like a thousand years in the future and he's telling the story to you yeah so I, I did kind of like that little ending there yeah uh, because it also made me think that you could have a totally different sequel Bound by Flame 2 could just be another story in the world of Vertiel yeah. So there is an alternate ending that I think Anthony got. I did both of them. No, no, no. So there's three endings. Oh. So there is the sacrifice. There's three endings, but they lock you out of one. Yes. So. Got it. And even you got locked out of one. That's what I. Yeah. Yeah. So if you. If you are human and refused the demon stuff, 
even if you're still part human and refuse some of the demon stuff, when you choose to quote-unquote rule the world, you basically take the power and you slowly but surely, uh, with your power, defeat the Ice Lords. Like This is all being told. You defeat the Ice Lords, the rest of the Ice Lords, and over hundreds of years, the world kind of regenerates. Oh no, that was not my good ending. Yeah. If you go full demon, you are now locked out of that previous ending I just talked about, and you choose to rule the world. You cleanse the world with your (laughs) flame. (laughs) Yeah. And I guess that was your ending, Anthony. So I had two. There was... um... Yeah, I'm, I can't recall them exactly, but yeah, you, you cleanse the world with your flame. I'm pretty sure you just set everything on fire. Um, yeah, it, one of them is such a, um, you, it's, it's weird. They're, they're, this, the ending sucked. I was so turned off by the ending, I'll be honest. Um, one of them was kind of neat, and the reason why I was like, oh, it's the same demon, and then I got it, was because the one of one of the things of dialogue at the end is, shut up, I'm in charge now, basically, like, to the demon, because the demon's like, oh, I got it, and then it's like, shut up, I'm going to use your power. It's like, what, you now wield me as a tool? And it's like, yep. Like, I take charge finally. Like, yep. Um, it the, the thing that was interesting, though, in the final part was that it is the, if you're taking the demon route, it is the first time in a while you'll be able to hear the original voice of Vulcan again. Okay. But that's, like, honestly, the, the ending was so, just such a turnoff. I was like, oh, this sucks. And then I uninstalled the game from my Xbox One instantly and threw it into the trading this in, Ben. Yeah, I, I didn't hate the ending. I thought it felt a bit binary for me, but... It wasn't even that it was bi- It felt unimpactful. I didn't... Like, nothing happens. You you just see a quick cutscene, and it's fine that Mathras says stuff, although I don't recall him saying anything in mine. Um, it was just like... All right, that's it, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess not that it was unexpected at all, but when I chose to heal the world, I didn't necessarily know that I needed to sacrifice myself to do it. Um, so that was slightly unfortunate. But, yeah, I mean, I, the ending when you're there with the demon... Uh, didn't have any real impact on me, but but again, I, I did like Mathras's summary, and you get basically what's happened since, and and here's where I got Relmar became the leader, and you know he he reminisced a lot. He he wasn't really suited for the you know the governmental style of leadership. He's more of a rogue, more of an independent. Um, but because he had Arendell Stone rescued from the sewer. He was able to gain wisdom from that and became a you know a just and strong leader. So I was like, all right, there's 
at least something where I did make a choice and it had an impact on the world, even if it's you know just in the story and in the summation at the end. And then Buffalo became the captain. I'm like, yeah, but, well, the other captain. So somebody had to be captain. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Not a lot of that stuff was shocking, really. But Sybil, apparently Sybil had to get over me, but eventually she moved on. Yep. So I, I don't know. Again, no, nothing super exciting, but I don't know. It had a reasonable sense of um, finality to it. You know, I, I felt like I had some closure. So when you cleansed the world, did you get anything from Mathra saying, and he killed everybody? I don't remember Mathra saying anything. I didn't even hear any dialogue after it just popped the credits. Did you cleanse him out of the world, too? Must uh, have. Uh, uh, well, I mean, that would make sense. But, Exercise the demons. Well, both options said nothing. Huh. Yeah. Well. Maybe it's because it's playing the 360 version? I don't know. I, I doubt it because if I if I chose to do the the one where I take the power but I I you know s- slowly save the world, um, it kind of just ends. It feels like, and this is the reason why I think this, it feels like the Mathras ending where you sacrifice yourself to save the world is supposed to be the true ending of this game. And the reason why is because the other two endings have bronze trophies, while the Save the World by Sacrifice is a silver trophy. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So it feels like you're getting a little bit more rewarded for not going the demon path. So there That's you go. a bit of an odd, odd choice. I, yeah, I don't know. This game is filled with odd choices. It's true. Before we get into those thoughts, let us read off our email. This comes in from Dustin. It is titled, Could Have Been a Contender. It says, uh, so I forgot to mention at the end of Act 1, when I talked to all my companions, it made it sound like going to help the prince would be the right next uh, to Black Forest Domain, so I told the prince I would help him with intentions of ditching him right away. In Act 2, I freed all the prisoners. I never saw the souls, gems, side quests Mac got, and I never uh, did get the sex dialogue from Mathras since I never talked to Sybil after I got Edwin. So I skipped finding the traitor. I sided with Edwin at the end of Act 2, so the elf got pissed and left, but I didn't want to miss out on a fight or more power for more power uh, but sounds like it doesn't matter what you choose listening to you guys act 3 went pretty fast I did help everyone and collected a bunch of crystals ended up being ambushed by that elf companion and the prince so I ended up killing them I did Edwin's side quest and didn't get much for it uh, I guess you can romance companions but since I played as a chick and I had Edwin most of the time I didn't see any of it uh, the concubines. You, you don't really. I mean, it'll give you an option if you're in the right context, is what it seems. Because, uh, like, there was no. I'm sure there's no build up both to ways. banging Edwin in the where there was a bunch of dead bodies, which is weird. Anyways, um, yeah, it it just kind of seems to show up 
and like that was kind of irritating because it didn't seem like it didn't feel like I had to do anything to earn that moment. Right. As a player, someone was like, "Here you go." All right, I suppose. So here it says the concubines went down quick as everything else since Act Two, thanks to stun and maxed out ranger. I can't imagine how mindless easy mode would be. I don't even use mm. fire that much. Yeah, a bit. Uh, Black Frost went down fast too, and that leads to Act Four. The end boss of the game has the super hard hitting attacks that drop your hit points quick. There were so many times I died because of the action to drink a potion took too long, or it wouldn't activate since I was in mid combo. I rarely used potions prior to this, so I never noticed these things. So I actually had to play a little defensively and avoid a couple of major attacks. It wasn't so bad after that, and then the game ends with one last choice. I thought, holy shit, it's Mass Effect 3. So I chose one option for the end, reloaded a save before the choice, and chose the other, but it didn't seem that different. Come to find out. Okay, quick question. Okay. We all did that, right? I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I, I, Matt, you got to go through the whole we, game again. <laughs> no, just, just the end boss. There you go. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I bet I can save right now. I'm like, you idiots. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, kind of found out I was on the human path and, and not the demon, and there's two op- end options for each path. So some of the choices do matter. It's just not a Mass Effect 3 ending, choose your color. I enjoyed this game. Never had a problem with the map or understood how uh, Tony got lost all the time. I got lost all the time, too. So, yeah. Especially that last part. The, the map the map made sense to me. One, It wasn't the map that was the issue. It was looking at the map and then looking at the 3D world and trying to like the problem with the um more than any other area was that like the swamp doesn't have like barriers so you're just standing on like a bridge over like another area and it's like well i should be able to just get down there's no reason why you can't just drop here but it's like arbitrarily an invisible wall and it's it's like, all right, well, now i got to run around. I'm like, now how do I get back to that spot? Like, all right, well, you have to wrap around this long way. It's just like... Yeah. That, last that was, was my annoying. issue. It was like, I went the, the the shortest route a lot of times, and then it would be like, you can't. I'm like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. Lost maybe isn't the right word, but like, visibly confused at why stuff was so convoluted is maybe a better choice of words. Let's see here. It says, uh, the combat was a bit janky, but it worked. I just feel this game was a bigger, with a bigger team and more polish could have been bigger and better. I wanted to yep. go fight the other ice Lords and dig deeper into the lore of the world. There's some dialogue where one of the ice Lord tames the dragon you fight at the end. I want, I want to fight that guy. Isn't there seven <laughs> lords and we know two and get mentions of two or three others? I don't think there will be a sequel to this game, but if there is, I might check it out. Also, uh, their new game, Greedfall, looks sweet. Might have to keep my eye on it. 
Uh, other bad games you should think of playing are Game of Thrones, Quest 64, Double Switch, Devil's Third, Drakengard series, Persona 1 or 2, I don't know, they're bad, maybe they're just dated, and or the Wonder Boy games. <laughs> I heard they're all bad, and of course, Night Trap. Her, her. Um, yep. the, uh, the Dragon Card games aren't. I wouldn't say they're bad. They're not bad because, like, really, they're just Dynasty Warriors games. The issue with the Dragon Card games is they just don't technically perform well. And that's not. It's not really the same thing. Unless it's, like, super broken. And those games aren't. It's just frame rate issues for the most part. Um. Without Drakengard, we would not have Nier. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I found the the end of this game very near, like the way the music all of a sudden was different. Like, yeah, especially during diff- that during that end boss fight. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. It's have such a start nearish. Singing. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> the camera pulls out a bit more. I was like, "Yep, all right." Which I liked. I mean, I. I appreciate the style of the game. I don't think it executed on a lot of things well, but that's the kind of thing where they, you know, the pieces were all there, sort of. I mean, I really like the art direction, at least from some of the background art. I like the music. I like what they tried to do with a lot of the smaller pieces. They just, it seems like a game that was a bit too big. You know, the, the intended game was a bit too big for what they could do. Yeah. It says here, also, you should put Shinmu 2 on Twitter poll if you should play it or not. And don't forget to rank the bad games 10 through 1 or however you may, many you've done. Dustin. Yep. I've uh, got a 10 on my list because I missed the one, I think. Yeah, you missed Dark. So... No, he didn't. No, he didn't miss it. Technically, you didn't miss <laughs> crap, but... <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, well, before we get into rankings, um, final thoughts on Bound by Flame? It started off with a meh, and then I got to a, oh, and then I went meh again, right at the end. There you go. (laughs) No, no, no. All right, well then. Matt, what about you? I mean, I, I certainly enjoyed it. To me, this is a game that very clearly has loads of issues. If you're the kind of person that wants to check all those things off, you can. You can easily find 10, 20 things to complain about with this game. But for me, the the things it did well vastly overshadowed the things it didn't do well. And, you know, I I just kind of had a good time with it. Yeah. I think that's kind of how I feel. There, There was nothing inherently... Uh, bad about it? Nothing game-breakingly bad. There's no. lots of little things I wish were better. Yeah. And actually, a lot of those things are core things that that uh, I don't know why I would give a game a, a pass when I didn't like those things. Like, I really wish that, not even that the characters were better, but that, like I said last week, that they forced you to get to know the characters. And I, I wish that the impact of your decisions 
was more evident. I, I wish that the story itself was a little better. I do wish you got to see more System Lords. I wish there was more to the game. I mean, a lot of big things I had problems with, but I don't know. I mean, that's that's more the game I wish it was, but the game that's there, I think, is at least fun enough for a playthrough. Mm. Yeah. yeah, for the cost of this game, like, I've paid six bucks. I've spent more... I've, I've spent the same amount on other titles for our shitty games list, and you know, yeah, I think that speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure this game came out at a budget price anyway. I think it was like yeah, maybe yeah, thirty nine, yeah. forty or fifty. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, in 2014 when this game came out, I always had interest in it. Like ever since Ken talked about it. And I was like, yeah, that sounds interesting. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I was actually over at my buddy's place, and I mentioned we were doing this game, and he pulled it off his shelf. He's like, this is one of the first PS4 games I got. I absolutely loved it. There you go. So, yeah, there's people out there that really like that game. Um, so let's begin our rankings of the game so far. Are we starting with our lowest, or... Well, let's start with the game that we hated the most. Secret Service, and I don't think a game will go lower on this list than Secret Service. <laughs> Sonic. Sonic for me. Sonic is unplayable. Ali Secret <laughs> Service, in all of its trashiness, is a playable game. Sonic Sonic is so broken and so bad. And it, it, it literally is referenced to this day for how bad it is. And they released a bad game in the like, since then, and that game doesn't get nearly as much flack as Sonic 06. I love Sonic the Hedgehog. That game is utter trash. Also, he makes out with a human. It's wrong. The whole game is just trash. Get rid of it. Save the soundtrack. Get rid of the rest of the game. All right. At least it looks more like Sonic than the upcoming movie. Well, they're fixing the movie. They haven't fixed yeah. the game to this day, so... <laughs> I can't yeah. go back and fix this. Yep. So what's next on everybody's list? Do you want me to read them out? Uh, no, I, 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 the next one is Secret Service for me. Okay. Matt? Unearthed for me. Oof. Not because it was the, you know, not because it was broken. I just thought I can't imagine a more pointless couple of hours. <laughs> I didn't have five, I didn't have a minute of actual fun with the game. I didn't have... Hatred and pure frustration, but I also didn't have a minute of fun. It was it, this was you know, like when they were chased by. Uh, never mind this game. Yeah, this, this I, was I can't even be funny about it. Like I was gonna say the 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 um, Hummers or whatever they were in in the desert the helicopter. that were like the same size as them and the helicopters. So I'm done. Yeah, I mean if you describe. But it sounds comically bad. I don't even. I, I didn't get comically bad when I played oh, it. I it just was got boring. Bad. Just completely boring for me. Okay. Uh, to, yeah, for me, Secret Service as well. I, I I really dislike that game. That game's bad. Now I have a guess for what your next one's gonna be. Both of you. Okay. Well, actually, sorry, Drew only. Shenmue. Me. Shenmue. Yeah. Nah. Oh really? Yeah. No, no, Shinmu is not the worst. Okay, mine is dark. Yeah. My 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 third worst is dark. Yeah. Uh I would I would say uh 
yeah, Dark is my next one. For for me, it's Sonic for all of the reasons you've just described, except the fact that it's Sonic bumps it out of the cellar. I am probably a bigger Sonic fan than you, and even I can't. I, I just I, can't. See, this for me is like the opposite of Unearthed. Unearthed. I have no emotion for Unearthed. It was it was like eating dirt. Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. Sonic, I, I loved like I, I I loved booting it up. I loved seeing the Sonic logo. I had more. And, and then it played. Then you play it, and you go home. But I had more enjoyment seeing the Sega logo than I had in the entire couple hours of Unearthed. I you gosh man. Okay. I also, I also my my hatred for Sonic is much worse than my hatred for Unearthed. But I don't know. At least I felt something. I could be dead, and I would have enjoyed Unearthed the same amount. <laughs> Yeah, life support. Like, oh, he's not moving. That's because he's playing Unearthed. Okay. Uh, next game. The Quiet, Quiet Man. Man. Oh, wow. The Quiet Man. Uh, for me, it's Damnation. Uh, uh, I didn't like that Damnation. Makes far, up, 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 way further on my list than this. Yeah, I. Quiet Man. Ugh. All right. Next. Unearthed for me. <laughs> Uh, Eat Lead, which I didn't expect it to be quite this low on this list, but there it is. Uh, For me, The Quiet Man, after that. My next one is Eat Lead. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My next one's Shenmue. Shenmue for me, at 5 out of 10. Yep. And uh, the next one? Number 4. Number 4? Mine is Damnation. Mine is also damnation. Mine is unearthed. Look, <laughs> Jesus! I I look. Here's way too high. You you guys, whatever. How is that high as a damnation? Because I finished Ibn Batuta. Yeah, I, I but did that's not because finish. it's like a commercial. Yeah, to be that's fair, like that's saying that puts Ibn Batuta above a lot of games for you, Drew. Oh. I had all right. I had so much fun making fun of this game in the two hours that I put into it. Like, there were so many things that I was just like, ha, 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 just laughing the whole time. I'll give you that of this list, there probably isn't a game that I purely laughed at more than Unearthed. I'll go. give you that. That's the reason why, because I, I enjoyed my time with Unearthed way Gosh. more than I did with any of the other games that I've mentioned previously. I didn't I didn't even get enjoyment. I never reached that level. I, no, you're saying I had fun playing a video game. No, I'm saying I had fun watching this unfold, is what I'm saying. No, Hey, I love The Room. I'm fully aware of loving to hate a game more than loving the game, but I, I just I didn't think it was interesting enough to even laugh at. Well... Sorry. Number three. Bound by Flame. Haze. Mm. Well, I, I'm going to put it lead. No, I take that back. I'm going to put I'm going to put Duke Nukem Forever. 
Duke Nukem is my number two. <laughs> not because I think it's a terribly great game, but I had just never played it before. So, I, I don't know. I, I had a good enough time playing it. It was new. It felt, I think playing it right after Eat Lead, I was like, this seems much better technically. It also does weird stuff, like neat weird stuff, right? Like the, the like in Duke Burger where you're training yeah. me and doing a bunch of platforming, like that's neat. Yeah, it's a bit. It was a bit more interesting to me. The the environments were inter- more interesting. The not that the jokes were, but the yeah, the gameplay, I guess. Well, are you are you saying that it's not comedy gold to talk about? Making Mini Duke into a human dildo? Like, what's wrong with you? That joke is comedy gold. 100% of the time. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. (laughs) So, um, yeah, my number two is Eat Lead. I enjoyed my time more with Eat Lead than I did Duke Nukem. You you couldn't even finish that game. I couldn't finish Duke Nukem either. (laughs) But I can finish on it. Yes, I can't finish unearthed. And my and my number one is Bound by Flame. Yeah, me too. I, I over Haze. Oh wait, Where did... Haze was my three. Oh right, that was your three. Sorry, yeah, my uh, my number two is Haze. Then yeah, Eat Lead then Haze. Oh my god, y'all crazy! Haze the best game we've played. Nah, I don't, I don't. Mm. So, I I like Haze. I I would defend Haze to almost anybody, but. I just couldn't get over the missed opportunities in Haze. Well, I think Bound by Flame has a bunch of missed opportunities. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. I would say I, for for all its faults, though, Bound by Flame was kept my interest. Haze, there were plenty of times I was like, I don't want to boot this game up right now. But with Bound yeah. by Flame, I didn't mind turning it on. I was like, all right, let's see how far I can make it now. With Hayes, I'm like, I just it, Hayes had just enough blandness to it, to where I was like, yep. I'm bored. It was just enough white toast. Yeah, no, <laughs> white that, bread, I should say. Yeah, and to me, Duke Nukem Forever is the epitome of bland to me. Like, see, man. I think if Bound by Flame had been longer, and I expected it to be longer. I expected this game to be a twenty-five to thirty-hour game. This game was and the perfect it, length for its for its quality. Yes, and it, and the perfect length to not let its blandness creep in because it, in many ways, you could just say, yeah, it's, it's a generic cookie cutter fantasy game. But I think that they kind of honed it down to the interesting bits, and, uh, and they could have done a lot more side quests, and that would have really bogged the game down. I think and made it. Drop on my list. I think it, it was it moved quickly enough because it was a you know it was a short game. It's not not all that much to it. Yeah, I never really got bored playing it. Yeah, sorry, I messed up there. I uh, I, I forgot Matt only had he only had nine games instead of ten. Yeah, well, you're the only one that has ten. No, I've got ten. I think you guys have eleven, right? No, he Drew's the only one that's going to have. He's going to have one more than both of us. Uh, I have, yeah, yes, I have, he did. What he did, Shenmue with you. Oh yeah, and he did Dark with me. Right. Yep. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's 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 my list. 
to so far Bound by Flame is my favorite game we've played. Yep, me too. Haze is number two. So what of, of the games that we have discussed, are there any that you think would top Bound by Flame? Or go lower than Sonic? I think... I think Ride to Hell is going Ride to, to hell, is going which to we rival have to do. is going to rival Sonic. I say that's the last one we do. Oh god. <laughs> Merry Christmas to me then. Yep. Uh, the only reason why I say it's the last one we do is I think it's going to take the cake for just awful trash. Yeah. I you know I I honestly don't know. I don't think Mind Jack's going to be that bad. No, I think it's going to be horribly mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It'll probably be like number five or six on my list here. Yep. I was going to yeah. say that puts it right around Eat Lead for me. Yep. And then I know we've said that Night Trap is probably going to be after that. Night Trap. Yeah. Tra- Night Trap is Night gonna Trap's probably... going to be closer to the top of the list. Not, well, yeah. You Night... think so? I think Night Trap's going to be hokey, and I think it's going to be a lot like Eben Batuta, where it's short and it's short and sweet. To the point where I'm just like, ah, I laughed at that for like an hour and a half. Because you can beat Night Trap in like 45 minutes. Yeah, Night Trap is clearly a one-off when we get to it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, So here's what I'm going to do with Night Trap. I'm going to try to play the game without looking at anything. Obviously, I'm going yep. to fail. And then I'm going to have a fact with me in front of me the entire time to, to save everybody. Yep. I'm going to do those two things and then also boot it up on the 32X Sega CD and play it that way. You have that? Yep. Okay. This is what I've been this is what I've been training for my whole life. <laughs> is to get that triple monstrosity working and useful. Well, good luck with that, man. But that's it for us. Those are our, that's our list. That's Bound by Flame. If you'd like to send us an email, it's drew at ztgd.com. You can tweet to us. I'm at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Anthony is at Intersect. And the podcast is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, but that's going to be it for us. We're going to get out of here. Mind Jack is our next game. Uh, I've, I don't even think I've seen footage of this game. I have very little. So it was like in a mall or something. I don't know. No. So we'll, uh, we'll see. I'm going into this blind. So, and what is everybody playing it on? PS3. I know you drew. Yeah. You got PS3. PS3 for me. Ooh, I'm again, the odd one out Xbox. So there you go. So, yeah, that'll be it for us. We're going to get out of here. Hope you guys have a great week. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Anthony. And we're gone. We'll be back next week with the beginning of Mind Jack. <laughs>